Welcome everybody to the Wiregrass High School Football Report brought to you by the radio people. This is your weekly look at all things high school football and the Wiregrass. I am your host, Philip Jordan, the in-studio producer and host of Dothan Woods Football on 96.9, The Legend. Welcome into another episode of the Wiregrass High School Football Report. Really appreciate you making this show a part of your day. Podcasts come a little bit later in the week than what you guys are used to. Usually try to release these on Mondays. But uh, this episode is also going to be a little bit different than what you use. Usually I have a guest, either a coach or somebody in the area that covers high school football. You don't get neither today. I am flying solo here on the podcast this week. So we're just going to go over some what happened last week in the Wiregrass and some other news going on with high school football. And we'll look ahead to some pretty big matchups for this weekend in high school football and Wiregrass because we're past the midway part now big matchups you're kind of looking at matchups deciding region play teams trying to get into playoffs the playoff talk is going to heat up now what teams need to do what to get to the playoffs the big game so i want to talk about all that here on the show today but i'm gonna take a quick break tell you about another podcast here at radio people then i'll be right back and we'll talk about what happened this past week, in week six, in high school football in the Wiregrass. The Haunting of the Wiregrass is back for season two. Bethany, who you can listen to every weekday from 10 to 2 on 106.7 KMA. She interviews a guest in the Wiregrass area each week who have felt the presence of spirits. Halloween is upon us, which means it's time for scary ghost stories. But this time, it is ghost stories in the Wiregrass area. Her latest episode, Bethany interviews Dale Cox, who tells us about Bill Skeeto's Hole and the Bellamy Bridge. There is a new episode out every Friday. You can listen to Haunting of the Wiregrass at WKMX.com or download it for free at the Google Play Store or Apple Podcasts. Now, back to the Wiregrass High School Football Report. All right, so we're going to look at some Week 6 results from last week. A little quick review on that. But before I do that... I want to give you all some news, some news that did get released on Tuesday late afternoon. And, of course, you're listening to this podcast where it uploaded on Wednesday morning. Uh, Cottonwood has to cancel their next two games. And this comes from the Dothan Eagle. Uh, head coach Dustin Harrison confirmed to the Dothan Eagle that the Bears will have to sit out this week's game at Houston County and next week's home game versus GW Long. Of course, both of those games are region games in 2A Region 2. I mean, Cottonwood has already been hit hard with the cancellations due to COVID, and this is why they are having to cancel these games. Coach Harrison also said in the article there with the Dothan Eagle that it was from contact tracing. That's a big thing you see with college football, too, and you'll probably see in the National Football League, not necessarily positive tests, but Maybe people around people that have had at the school or if you're college, university, stuff like that. So it's it's not just if your team has it, but have they been around people who have had it too? That's a big thing with this to you know whether or not games are played. So it's it's very uh, wait and see every single week with all these teams, and you know just move forward and try your best, and just you know hope you do the right things. And this <laughs> way, it's a wait and see game with everything going on now with cottonwood they had lost their opener during the year opening this year uh that would would have been with new brockton now that game was moved to october 30th 
to close out the season. Now, also in that article, it talked about Coach Harrison said they're going to try talking, figuring something out, but it may be very difficult to reschedule the games with DW Long in Houston County due to it being the second half of the year. Teams are playing. There's no off weeks in there. So if that was to happen, then those games will turn into forfeits. I would, and someone out there listening to this podcast, correct me if I am wrong on this. Please do so. You can follow me on social media at PJordanSEC. Tell me if I'm wrong on that, but Cottonwood would forfeit. Those games would go down as losses. And this is something, obviously, this past Friday night that affected the Dothan Wolves. Dothan was scheduled to play their homecoming game against Cairo, Georgia. But a Cairo player tested positive for COVID-19. Game got canceled that Friday morning, just you know, within 12 hours of the game. Now, Dothan tweeted out, the Dothan Wolves tweeted out that they were going to try to find a point for Saturday. That didn't happen. So, that game didn't get played. And I was under the impression that that would go as a win, which you don't want to get a win that way. But just saying in the record books, Dothan would get a win due to forfeit. But I was reading in, once again, Dothan Eagle, great friends over to Dothan Eagle. Great job they do. They're keeping everybody up to date on what's going on in high school football, high school sports, local sports, and the Wiregrass. That actually Dothan will not get a forfeit victory for that. So Dothan is still sitting at 0 4, 0 and 3. And uh, Cairo actually won't get a loss for that. So it's, it's just game got canceled. That's basically how that appears when I uh, look at that. Now, some other things going on. Rehoboth returns to play this week. Now, they had to sit out for two weeks covid reasons uh they're supposed to play whitsburg on friday that game didn't happen because of that so rehoboth and whitsburg do return to action uh this week there's been other teams in the area that have been impacted by this um so it's every week like i said every week you're kind of you know you're you're on the edge of your seat just wait and see what games happen you just cross your fingers and hope you're able to play and that's just not in local high school sports that's sports in all over across the board right now you know constant testing trying to figure out seeing what's going on and just doing your right things in the safe way uh, to get these games played now like i said you look back at week six dothan did not play of course caro uh it's a forfeited or canceled game, may I say. Not forfeited, just a canceled game just when you read it that way. Now, Dothan will play Colquitt County this Friday night. That will move the homecoming. Colquitt, I believe I saw they're ranked third in Georgia in uh, their classification. So, big team coming in to play the Wolves on Friday night. Now, this is a game I did watch. I watched this game online. Enterprise defeated Carroll 43-22. This is the first meeting between the two since 2007. Of course, when you heard I had Josh Batwell, I believe on the last episode of the show, he talked about that. These two used to play on a regular basis. They don't anymore. Uh, Enterprise, of course, is a 7A team. Carroll is a 5A team. Carroll in the playoff hunt as well, which I'll get into that later on in the show. But, yes, Enterprise wins 43-22. This was a home game for Enterprise. And this game was pretty competitive. It was it was a good game to watch. And Enterprise went into the fourth quarter with a twenty to fourteen lead. Uh, then they outscored Carroll twenty three to eight there in the fourth quarter. The single wing 
Enterprise offense was pretty much working the entire game from what I saw. They rushed for 420 yards. Nine different players rushed the ball in the game. Those Enterprises has so many people that can carry the ball. For quarterbacks, running backs, receivers, they just have you know plenty, plenty of talented players to uh, touch the ball and make plays for their offense. And it was just methodical what they were doing. They were very consistent on Friday night with the way they moved the ball. And uh, Carroll didn't stop them often. There wasn't often that the Enterprise Wildcats offense was stopped in the game. Now, Carroll hit a bunch of big plays in the game to stay in it. And like I said, it was very competitive, explosive. They kept this thing close for a good bit. And uh, this was a game where it was intriguing and watching, especially since Dothan was not going to be playing on Friday night. And uh, you can catch games. This is free free promotion for them on the NFHS website. They have an app. I recommend you use the app versus trying to watch it actually on the website. Try to watch it on the website. The website did move kind of slow, but the app picked up pretty well. You know, every now and then you get stuff streaming online. You, you're going to have to have – you'll have the buffering thing, but it was really well done. And I think, actually, while I'm in the studio on Friday nights from here on out, if Enterprise is playing, I'm going to have it there. So I'll be actually – while Dothan's playing, I think I'm going to be keeping up more by watching, having a screen on what's going on with Enterprise Wildcats. Uh, but, yeah, big win for Enterprise there. And everybody was not playing region this weekend – so you have some interesting games, interesting matchups, and rivalry games. This was an old rivalry revisited. Hey, and maybe they'll look at this. Maybe this is something both schools can look at. Say, hey, it was a competitive game. Um, I would really, or maybe I should have done this, polled some people, hit some people up that I know both from Carroll and Enterprise. And what I think about this continuing again on maybe not every year, but maybe every other year these two schools can get together for a football game because it was really it was really exciting and fun game uh, to check out and watch between the Wildcats and the Eagles. Now, from the rest of the Wildcats, I'm going to go through these. Like I said, usually I would break these into regions, but since everybody was out of region and there was some crossover, I uh, just going to kind of my best to go through alphabetical order on these games. Abbeville defeated Bullet County 32-0, to zero, so Abbeville improves to 4-1. and one. Abbeville Christian beat Cornerstone Christian 49-6. They're also 4-1 on the season, Abbeville Christian. And Illusion defeated Bibb County uh, 31-0. They now go to 4-2. Ashford defeated Houston County 14-12 to get their first win of the year. This was a overtime final as well. So both teams have one win on the year. Ashford is 1-4. Houston County is 1-5. Uh, Brantley kept their undefeated season going with a 48-12 win over Highland Home. Charles Henderson lost 30-0 to Williamson. Uh, they fall to 0-4 on the year. Dale County defeated Headland 45-18. Uh, Dale County goes to 4-2 on the year. Headland is now 1-5. Eufaula was at Stanhope Elmore. Uh, Eufaula won 35-13. Eufaula is now at 4-2. Florala defeated Houston Academy 40-35 to go to 5-0 in a year. Houston Academy is now 2-4. GW Long defeated Delville 55-14. GW Long is 4-0 and Delville is 0-6. Dale County defeated, excuse me. Geneva County defeated Geneva 22-6. Uh, Geneva County is now 5-0. Geneva is 3-3. Three three. 
New Brockton lost to W.S. Neal, 44-25. New Brockton is now 1-3 overall on the year. Of course, their first two games, COVID, uh, they got canceled slash postponed. Uh, Northside Methodist won 37-34 over Cottonwood. Very entertaining game. High-scoring game. Just a few little uh, turnovers was the difference there. Cottonwood had a couple uh, losing the ball a couple times, and that led to Northside Methodist being able to win the game. Uh, Northside is 1-5. Cottonwood is 0-5. Of course, talked about the next two games. Cottonwood will not be playing because of their situation there. Op uh, defeated Strawn 41 to 20, so Op goes to 5 and 1 on the year. Providence Christian defeated Elba 27 to 20. Providence is now 2 and 3 on the year. Then you got Sampson defeated Zion Chapel 56 to 12. Sampson is 3 and 2. Zion Chapel 0 and 5. Then you have Slocum defeated Ayrton 35 to 20. So Slocum is 4 and 1 on the year. Ayrton is. Two and four. So that is your results from week six. Kind of feel good since doesn't it playing it due to scoreboard update. But uh, that's your scores from week week six. Interesting scores there. Like I said, there was a bunch of games because out of region play. So uh, week seven is upon us and it's going to be very exciting. And we're going to talk about what's coming up week seven. But I'll take a quick timeout. We'll come back. We'll look at some pivotal talk about some pivotal matchups for week seven in high school football in the Wiregrass. All right, everybody, let me tell you about this Mini Grider Coaches Show presented by Dothan Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Every Thursday night at 8 o'clock on 96.9 The Legend, Jerry Coleman and Ken Lambert sit down with Coach Mini Grider, the head coach of the Dothan Wolves, to look back at the previous game and look forward to the upcoming game that Friday night. But don't worry, if you do miss... The Coaches Show on Thursday nights on 96.9 The Legend. You can check out the podcast over on 96.9thelegend.com. Upload it immediately after the show. So if you miss any of Coaches' comments, you can still check out the replay over at 96.9thelegend.com. Now let's get back to the Wiregrass High School Football Report. All right, welcome back into the Wiregrass High School Football Report. Brought to you by the radio people. So now looking at some big matchups going on this weekend here in the Wiregrass, and there's plenty of big matchups. Of course, we're going into week seven. We're into the month of October, final month of the season. It is kind of like that drive to the playoffs now. It's where you're looking at the standings. You're looking at the matchups, who's played who, who is going to play who, and how big can those matchups and can those matchups determine who's going to the playoffs who may not go to the playoffs so all very pivotal games coming up here in the wiregrass we'll start off in 7a region 2 right now auburn is in the lead of the division uh tied with central phoenix city both teams are 3-0 auburn's undefeated at 6-0 central is 4-2 they lost the first two games to hoover and to you follow now they've rolled off four games in a row you have prattville sitting there at the three spot two and one uh, their one loss in region play was to Auburn, and they also are 4-2 overall. Uh, they lost to Hoover this past weekend. Enterprise 1-1, one one, but 4-1 overall. So that's your four teams right now. If we were starting the playoffs today, those four teams would be in the playoffs. Behind them, you got Smith Station, Jeff Davis, and Auburn. All the teams have not won a region game so far. Now when you look at the matchups coming up this weekend, we got some two big uh, matchups 
from and it's matching those four teams up uh, because on the second this week you do have Auburn at Central so we'll know who's going to be in the lead Auburn wins they keep that lead Central they'll take over the number one spot there in 7A Region 2 then you have Prattville and Enterprise playing each other so then you're kind of pivoting in there who could maybe get into that three spot there as well so big games there and just kind of looking ahead on next week on october 9th you'll have a central versus prattville matchup so very well that could be for the two as well or maybe the one very interesting uh, with that one and then on the 23rd you do have auburn and enterprise and look do the dothan game so we're gonna look at the dothan schedule of course dothan 0-3 in the region so far they play Colquitt County out of Georgia. That county word always gets me. <laughs> it does every time. Not every time, but almost every time. But they play them, and like I said, that's a really good team coming out of Georgia. So non-region game, that's homecoming for Dothan. Then on the ninth, they have Jeff Davis. So it has not won a game. Then they play Central on the 16th, and then Smith Station on the 23rd, and they close out with McGill Tulin, which is non-region. So you look at that, Dothan's kind of looking, I think, at a situation where perhaps they're going to have to win these last three region games. Jeff Davis and Smith Station, those are teams that have one game, so the central game will be an intriguing, challenging game. But uh, Dothan, playoff-wise, if, there's, if it's going to happen this year, uh, they're going to have to win those last three games, the way it is looking there. And 6A Region 2 at top, you have Lee. They are 2-0 and in region. Uh, 3-1 overall. Uh, Opelika's 3-0. They're 4-2. Uh, Carver, Adam Montgomery, 2-1, 3-2 overall. And Valley, Valley is also 2-1, 4-1. So you follow 6 at 5th there. That, that's the team we're most interested here in the Wiregrass out of 6A Region 2. Now, when you look at Eufaula, they have lost to Lee and Opelika, the two teams that are at the top of the region. They do have a win over Park Crossing, who they are currently tied with record-wise, but they hold the tiebreaker because they have the head-to-head over there. Uh, Park Crossing is 2-4 and four overall on the year, and they you know, close out. Russell County and Lanier are down there at the bottom of the region. Now, what does Eufaula have left? Uh, that's big. They have Valley, who's sitting at 4. So this week... Valley's two and one, you follow's one and two. So you follow wins that game. They both go two and two, but you follow once again Lockwood Park Crossing. You have the head to head. You move into fourth there. They got Carver the next week. So you see games are in place here for you follow to really make some moves within the region. Then you close out Russell County and Lanier. So you follow, you see that. Initially they're at fifth, but then you look, okay, everything in front of them still to get to the postseason into the playoffs. Uh, to hit that three or that four spot. And who knows, you might could get into one or two, whatever's going to happen with Lee and Opelika. Uh, this weekend, there in 6A Region 2, you do have Lee at Carver. So the one versus three is playing. Uh, Russell County is at Opelika. And then you also have, of course, as I mentioned, uh, you follow playing Valley. Now let's transition over into 5A Region 2. Interesting matchup here. Uh, Greenville is at top at two and zero. So is Pike Road at three and zero. Andalusia is two and one, three and three overall. Carroll is two and one, two and three overall. So those are your four teams there. Behind them, you have Rehoboth, Headland, and Charles Henderson, who none of those teams have won any region games. Now Rehoboth started off two and zero, but kind of no situation with you know not playing games the last few weeks. 
So Carroll's a team we look at. Like I said, I was very impressed with them when I watched them play. Enterprise, very tough team, very sound team. I like what I saw there. They, can, they obviously have the ability to make big, explosive plays. So in the region this week, you do have Greenville at Rehoboth. So Rehoboth trying to get you know in the win column there in the region. You're going against the one of the best two teams in the region. You know Greenville and Pike Road are sitting there at top. Charles Henderson, they play at Pike Road. Headland is at Andalusia, and Carroll's off. So Carroll's just going to kind of sit back, see what happens, and then kind of what you need to do. The uh, rest of their schedule there for Carroll, on the 9th, they have Greenville. On the 16th, they have Charles Henderson. On the 23rd, they have Andalusia. Then they close out with Tallahassee. So those are some big games, like I said, with Greenville and Andalusia. That's your one in your three team there in 5A Region 2. In 4A Region 2, Alabama Christian is up with the lead at 3-0, 4-1 overall. St. James is 2-1, Dale County is 2-1, and Geneva is 3-1. So you have three teams sitting there 2-1 tied for the number two spot. You also have Strawn at 2-1 in region play. So this is a very competitive region. Bullock County is at 1-2 in the sixth spot. Then you've got Booker T and Ashford sitting there at the bottom, both at 0-3 in region so very interesting, very important games coming up in coming weeks, especially this week. Uh, Dell County will be playing Bullet County. Uh, St. James will be at Booker. Now here's a big one, Strawn and Geneva. Because right now on the standings that I see, that Geneva would be the four, Strawn is the five. It's a big game for both. Uh, if you're Geneva, you win this game. You create some distance between you and Strawn because it's almost like you're up two games instead of just one. But then for Strawn, it's the same thing. You know, you, you win, it's the same deal. You're three and one, they're two and two. So it's just a huge game for both teams. And then Ashford will play at Alabama Christian Academy. But the game to kind of keep your eye on here, if you're just looking around the internet or keeping up with scoreboard shows and stuff like that, particularly if you're listening to Dustin Wolves football. And I do the school board update. The Geneva Strawn game is the important game here in uh, 4A Region 2. In 3A Region 2, let's look at this one. Now, this is a very competitive region as well. Slocum is 4 and 1, but 2 and 0 in the region. Whitsburg, 2 and 0 as well. Op has not lost. And then you have New Broughton at 1 and 2, Houston Academy at 1 and 2. So those two teams are tied for the fourth spot. So when you look at the games this week, Houston Academy is off, so they cannot make any headway there. Uh, Whisburg will be at Delville, and Providence and Delville both are winless in the region so far. Slocum is at New Brockton. So New Brockton's got to look at this as a situation probably like we win here, we're, it helps us out. We don't want to lose here, especially with HA being off this week. Providence is at op. Providence trying to get in there because then you could look at the fact is, okay, New Brockton loses, they drop to one and three, then if we can upset op, we can get to one and two, and that'd be big for us to kind of keep us in uh, this playoff hunt here. And then let's, let's drop down to 2A, Region 2. And that, you have two undefeated teams playing, not just in region play, but overall. GW Long and Geneva County. Uh, Jim Ball Stripling has the Geneva County team playing really well this year. GW Long's playing well too so some some really good teams at the top i i have said this i said this when coach was on the podcast i think it was last week that this may be of all the regions in the wiregrass the most competitive 
There's like five teams that are playoff worthy here. There, there are some really good teams here. Then you have Abbeville and Elba. They're both two and one so far. So those are two teams that are really good as well. Elba is always a good program. And Coach Stewart is just continuing what Abbeville's been doing the last three or four years. Consistently winning games, being one of the better teams in this area. Then you have Ayrton at one and two in Houston County at one and two. Zion Chapel and Cottonwood winless at the bottom of the region. Now, so this week's games, you have Abbeville at Ayrton. Now, I said Abbeville's having a good year. Ayrton is always a good team. I expect this to be a good game between these two. Abbeville trying to continue their winning. And then, of course, Ayrton trying to increase. So they're sitting at five right now in 2A Region 2. Zion Chapel at GW Long. GW Long trying to continue that going with their winning. Of course, Houston County at Cottonwood canceled. Talked about that earlier in the show. Then the game of the region, the game of the week in this region, is Geneva County at Elba. Um, two really good teams. Like I said, Elba's consistently good. You really got a lot what Jim Boss Triplin's doing there. So that that's the game to look for. If you're really paying attention to this region this weekend, that's the game you need to keep your eye on on all your scoring apps and if you're listening to us on the radio on Friday night. Now kind of looking ahead, Especially Geneva County wins against game against Elba. They do play at GW Long on the 16th. So that could shape up to be the game to decide the region between those two programs. So that's kind of another thing to kind of look forward to, keep your eye on. And even if Geneva County was to lose this week, that's still a big game because you could have one loss and then you beat GW Long. Then there's all kind of tying because you got Elba in there. So it's a, it'll be a big game regardless. If Geneva County loses or wins this week, but if they win against Elba, then that will be a huge, huge game to check out and keeping your eyes on uh, and ears on uh, this weekend. In 1A Region 1, Brantley and Florella both at 5-0 and overall, 3-0. and And then you got Georgiana and McKenzie at 2-1. and at the three and four spot, then you have Sampson Kenson at one and two apiece, and then Pleasant Home and Red Level. 0 and three in region, both teams 0 and four overall. Then you look at this week's game. Really, all of them are just kind of across the board, trying to figure out a game you could really keep an eye on. Probably the best matchup is Brantling in Sampson. Sampson's trying to get in that. It's a big game for them. Uh, Kinston will be at Florala. Florala trying to keep that undefeated thing going as well. Uh, Georgiana will be at Red Level. McKenzie also that game. They'll be at Pleasant Home. Now, I will say this, looking ahead, of course, you know, coaches and players don't do this, but, you know, football fans, people that uh, take in this sport, they will look at this and let's see who is playing who win. So you kind of like I've done, if you've got some pretty – Really good teams that haven't played each other yet in these regions. I'm kind of looking ahead to see when they do meet. And Brantley at Florala will be on October 23rd. So as things are going now, that could be the game to decide the region who gets the number one spot out of the region going into the playoffs in 1A Region 1. And, of course, don't forget about Northside, who's an independent. Uh, they are 1-5 on a year. They will travel to Cottondale. So they went to Cottonwood. Now they're going to Cottondale. I think I saw somebody tab that as their Cotton Bowl or something like that so they will play cottondale on this friday as well so that is what you can expect what you can look forward to uh this upcoming friday night here in the wiregrass 
And uh, my voice is almost gone because I have been talking a good almost 30 minutes straight here on the Wiregrass High School Football Report. Flying solo this week. I'll have a guest next week. So, you guys, if you, you know, I hope you did not, I hope people did not hit the unsubscribe button. Listen to me talk for almost 30 minutes here tonight. But I hope you enjoy this podcast. You can follow me. I didn't even do this in the open. Uh, you can find the podcast on Apple Podcasts and the Google Play Store. The podcast is also on all the websites, 969thelegend.com, 955wtpy.com, and 106.7 uh, KMX, that website as well. And the apps, find the apps on your app store. Check them out. You can find the podcast there and plenty other ones like Welcome to the Wiregrass and Haunting in the Wiregrass. You can find those and many other ones. You can find us meeting Grotto Coaches Show podcast on the 969 the legend app the dothan wolves football replay is there as well in case you do miss the dothan wolves game on friday night which of course they are playing colquitt county i did it good i was able to say it without messing up county this time anyways you can check that on friday night as homecoming so if you can't make it to the game uh, you can listen to us we start pregame at 6 45 and kickoff is at 7 on 969 the legend and of course jerry coleman and ken lambert take you through the game i'll be in the studio producing and giving you updates on all the scores going on around the wiregrass once again i hope everybody has a fantastic week I hope you've been having a great week i hope you have a great rest of your week I hope you can go out and check out some games. If you can't check out the Wolves, go check out somebody. Go support them. And if you can't support, just uh, find other ways. Social media, do stuff. Uh, Keep up with them online. Support these programs. They do really, really appreciate it. Especially, you know, you you can't go to games like you could because, you know, obviously attendance is restricted everywhere. Uh, Like I said, be back. The goal will be back on Monday, the normal day. Because I plan to have a guest. Don't know who. But I do plan to have a guest on the show next week. And like I said, if you do miss the Dothan Wolves game, uh, sometime on Saturday we will post up the Dothan Wolves replay. Which if you haven't checked that out, it's getting some pretty good um, reviews uh, from people who I have talked to about it. It's a 15-minute condensed version of the broadcast from Friday night. You get the highlights from Jerry and Ken. From both teams, Dothan, whoever they're playing, and then I'll also put in their post-game comments at the end. And you'll hear stuff with me between the plays, kind of giving you the setup and what's going on in the summary there. But I'm going to get out of here. Hope everybody has a great week, like I said. Uh, Be good to each other, take care of each other, and I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye-bye.